Hello and welcome back to the Leader of the Pack podcast. I am your friend and confidant, Marcelo, and I will be here with you as we share some wisdom, insight, and laughter in today's world. Well, folks, it is great to have you back with us today. It is another awesome day with our friend, Natan. Natan, welcome back to the podcast. It's always a pleasure to have you here. Thank you for having me back. It is truly fun to find out what we're going to talk about when we chat. So, you know, I I want to thank, sorry to cut you off. I want to thank you for interviewing Carl last week, Colonel Carl, um, who is a retired colonel from the American military. What an honor to have someone like that as part of the leader of the pack and, and to interview him. What, what did you feel about that interview? You know, I shared a little bit towards the end of that. I, I'm always giddy when I talk to Carl. Now, I, I have I know Carl on a different level, on a personal level, right? But, you know, he is so smart. The guy's a rocket scientist. How many, how many friends of yours are rocket scientists? <laughs> you know? Um, I'm always honored to talk to him because of what he's been through in life, um, both personal and um, through the military. You know, there's, there's always a level of respect for people that have gone to the point where he has gone to in the military. Um, I'm really thankful that he was able to take time out of his busy schedule. I know he's got a lot of big projects that he's working on. Um, so anytime I get to just pull him away from one, any of those big projects and just learn from him is a blessing. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to, to carving out some more time uh, in his schedule to talk a little bit more about, you know, some of the big projects that he's working on and how those relate yeah. to, to us as a society um, and us to le- as leaders. I think one of the beautiful things uh, about not only the interview you did with him, but having him in leader of the pack is that Carl is the type of man that, as you say, you get, you get giddy knowing that you can speak to a man like this, but he's so humble and he's so willing to uh, show his real self um, and, and talk about his failures as, just as much as his successes um, and not only lead but follow as well and be a part of us as, as a brotherhood. So thank you for interviewing me, man. I mean, yeah, it was, it was really awesome to hear both of you together pulling, pulling nuggets out of life. Yeah, it was really good. Today, I'd like to talk to you a little bit more about some leadership things. I hear through the grapevine that there's a course coming out called Lasting Leadership. Um, mm-hmm. Lasting Leadership. So we talk a lot about standing up, leading, protecting. What is lasting leadership? And what, what, how does it relate to the Leader of the Pack Brotherhood and to those men that are out there that uh, don't really understand what leadership is? I have run for many years a program called Living Leadership, um, which is based on taking uh, personalities from the past, from the Bible, and even more modern history, and bringing them alive and paralleling them to our own leadership and learning practically from them. Uh, this is a different, um, a different course. Why is it called Lasting Leadership? Because there are many life coaches, there are many rah-rah people out there that will inspire people to lead, to step up, to do whatever it is they're inspired to do uh, for a short amount of time. That inspiration, when it's not carried through with practical tools, with a brotherhood that's going to hold you accountable, right? Those guys that sign up for this 
guys, like, d- don't kid yourself. You are going to have skills that leader of the pack is going to use. Like, the brotherhood will see those skills and want you even more to step forward in leadership, uh, let alone your family and your business partners and all the, all the people that you associate with. The point is, it's not a quick fix. This course is called Lasting Leadership because the tools that you'll get in it are not for a day, not for a month, not to rah-rah people to, you know, get $19.95 out of them to get them to do a course. These are skills that I've learned in the past over 20 years of leadership that I want to impart to, to those participants and grow on for myself as well. Um, and my expectation is that we all will take what we learn there uh, for a lasting, lasting time, passing it on to our children for many, many more generations. So that's why it's called Lasting Leadership, because that's its aim. It is to last forever within ourselves and with generations to come. That's so good. That's so good. I, um, I could totally relate to the tens of thousands of dollars I've spent on coaches in, in, in our marriage and in, in my life that you get that high when you leave, they're going, I'm going to do all this, but then you, you fall short. I fall short, really taking that accountability. I fall short a week later, two weeks later, three months later. So I know in, in my past, you know, when I've done these sorts of things, um, I would come home and I said, all right, babe, we're going to try something different. Let's do this. What do you, what, what am I going to be able to take away from lasting leadership in regards to family meetings when, when no one, no one wants to listen, right? No yeah. one wants to, I, I want to call a meeting with my wife and, um, and my kids, but you know, we have that dynamic where my wife doesn't want to listen to me. She runs the house. She runs the kids. I just make the money. I'm just the breadwinner. Um, can you talk a little bit about like how this course will be different in that regard? Yeah, definitely. It's, um, I can't remember which week, I think it's week four maybe. Uh, of the six-week course, um, how to lead the unleadable. Now, that that mindset of the unleadable is all about what the leader's mindset is. No one is unleadable. Nobody. In fact, the vast majority of the world are looking for reliable leaders. The vast majority of wives and children are actually yearning, and men are yearning for leaders who are accountable, who will step up to the plate and do what they're meant to be doing. Um, In order to answer the question of how do I lead those people who are unleadable, how do I run a family meeting when my family doesn't want to listen, the answer is, there are a few answers. The first is, it's you, as in you and me, as in whoever is trying to lead. If no one wants to follow the first answer is within you. It's not, well, my wife is too busy to listen. My kids are undisciplined, so they don't listen. And they don't want to follow uh, uh, orders or whatever it is. Or my, my business uh, associates don't want to listen to me because they're selfish and they just want all the money. Whatever. It's not. The first place that a leader needs to continuously look for success and at failures even more so is at ourselves. What is it about me 
that makes me unleadery? What is it? What are other people seeing in me that makes me unreliable, irresponsible, um, uninspiring? Whatever it is, what is it in me that is stopping them from doing that? Now, the danger in this is that somebody who doesn't truly know who they are, which is a major part of beginning part of the course. Someone who doesn't know who they are, what they'll interpret as what I'm saying and go and do is, is, is say, oh, wait, okay, if it's all about me, uh, my wife isn't listening to me, so I need to deliver things exactly the way she tells me she needs to hear it. I need to, um, you know, I need to watch videos with my children so that I am connected to them and that's, and, and then they'll follow, no, 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 hold on a second, hold on a second. The minute we turn into the people we are trying to lead, the minute we bow to their every need, all of a sudden we just become a sheep. We just become one of them. We just, and there's nothing wrong with being one of the people who are following, but you can't lead if you're not separate to some extent. So if we don't hold ourselves as leaders in a position of leadership, if we don't see ourselves as reliable, as responsible to lead, well, then we can't expect anyone to follow. If we see leadership, on the other hand, as power rather than responsibility, well, then we're not leading. That's a dictatorship. Most people don't want to be led by a dictatorship. Yeah, that's right. So there's got to be a balance between taking a good look at myself. What, who am I? What am I? How do I know how to lead? Do I know how to lead? All of those things of self-introspection. But at the same time, don't you dare mold yourself to be them so that they follow you because they won't. They will lose even more respect for you. You need to find, we need to find as men, who am I as a leader? And that is the first step to leading the unleadable because no one is attracted to someone who doesn't know who they are. Nobody, if you, let me give you an example. If you are walking through a dark forest, and you are leading somebody, you're holding their hand, they're blindfolded, and you keep saying to that person, I really don't know where we're going. I don't, I don't remember where the cliff is. I'm not sure if there are uh, crocodiles or lions. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Are they going to follow? Are they going to follow? On the other hand, if you say to someone, Right. I've never been here, but I know exactly what I'm doing. Just follow me. I'm an absolute expert in everything. I can tackle lions and tigers. I know I'm, I am my own GPS system. I don't need a, you know, a compass or anything. Then they're going to also not want to follow us. Right. So there's a balance between self-assured, self-esteem, knowing who we are, but at the same time, being honest about our weaknesses 
And well, I'm not going to give the whole course away, am I? Well, that's, that's true. But, but you know, that's so true. That really is. You know, I'm thinking about times in my life when, when I was scared to stand up and, and trip and fall and scuff up my shoulders, scuff or my, my, my elbows, scuff up my knees. Um, and I would slip back into that. Well, I'm just going to fall in line, right? How many times do we as men in our workplace here just fall in line, yeah. you know, from, from your superiors? Look, you're messing up. Just fall in line. But sometimes I think sometimes it's good to stand up and and do things, you know, that are against the the course just to see, hey, I'm going to stand up and, and choose what's right. You know, um, yeah, don't give your course away. Don't give the whole course away in, in one podcast. <laughs> it, it's really interesting what you say about um, because we, we talk so much about family, but that you bring in in the workplace, right? the most incredible leaders come from those people who um, we actually have never let speak or give their opinion before. When, when, I, was, when I was teaching uh, in Australia and in South Africa, um, <laughs> I remember one of my co-teachers, who was actually my teacher when I was younger, right? I got to, I got to teach alongside some of the, those teachers have taught me, and most of the time I use them as reasons not to be rather than how to be. You know, I've modeled so much of my teaching of what, how they screwed up, excuse me saying so, rather than them inspiring me. Anyway, I remember this one teacher coming in and saying, I don't understand why the students are just, they're not interested in this subject. I said to her, well, you know, how did you introduce this subject? She said, I walked in. I said, I don't care what you do at home about this subject. I don't care what your opinions are. I need to I'm like, well, you're probably nothing from that moment then, right? <laughs> I, I loved, and I still do it today, and it really annoys a lot of people, but also brings people out of their shell. That quiet person who's sitting up the back of the classroom or on the Zoom meeting or whatever it is, who's not saying anything. I love calling them out and going, hey, Marcelo, can you, can you offer some you know, advice here, some opinion? You seem like a really wise man. And all of a sudden, some people you know, go, oh, no, no, I've got nothing to say. But so many people have just been waiting for that one leader to call on them and truly want to hear their opinion, that they then stand up and go, yeah, what I was thinking was, bam, 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 bam. And then when you as a leader start taking notes, they're like, oh my gosh, I've never had someone respect me, learn from me, right? It's amazing when we open ourselves up to learn from everybody how much we can empower other leaders to be, right? Allowing other people to have their own opinion, bring it up. And that's, sorry, I'm ranting over here, but that's what that's one of the biggest mistakes of leaders to think that they have all the answers and that the people that are with them in the classroom, in the business uh, boardroom, in the marriage room, whatever it is, to think that we as the leaders have all the answers is an absolute lie. I said to someone the other day, and then I'll be quiet, I said to one of the leaders of the pact the other day, I said, don't forget, even kings have advisors, full stop. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, I, I remember what, what Carl said uh, in our conversation last week in the podcast, you know, part of being a good leader is, is understanding the needs of your, your boss's bosses. Right. And that's just a, it incorporates just on the same page, what you're talking about. You know, that quiet person in the background probably has a better scope of what's going on than I do at the top of in front of the class or, or behind the big desk in the corner window or the corner office about what's going on because he's actually on the ground. He's got boots on the ground and he's, yep. while he may be quiet, he has a, somewhat of a better idea of what's going on from that perspective. So I think it's so spot on. So spot on. Um, and a good leader, sorry, a good leader will put people there that do know what's going on. I mean, in my opinion, a good leader is going to go out there and get dirty with the men, but at the same time, they have leader stuff to do that is sometimes not there out with the men or with the women. And so a good leader is always going to have people on the ground that can report to him. Like, Let's take the example. Uh, yes, I am calling myself a good leader. I don't care. Um, it's part of knowing who I am. When, when you guys were in Israel this year, right, the team leaders had a meeting every single morning, right? You and the other, the other, you and Sean updated me through the night what was going on with the men. That wasn't like to tell. That was like when I get there in the morning and they're on the bus, I need to know what's going on with the men. I can't be there. That's not the way that this uh, program, when it's in Israel, it's not structured like that. Um, specifically, that I shouldn't be there at night so that other things can happen. Um, but it's important to have men on the ground, women on the ground, that can report back to you so that you know what the reality is. Yeah, the reality is you have to have your finger on the pulse, you know, but it doesn't need to be your finger. You know, it doesn't need to be your finger. Uh, wow, Natan, I, I, I'm really looking forward to this course. Um, I hope it doesn't fill up too fast. I probably should get my application in. And uh, yeah. <laughs> oops. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to seeing where this course takes us. Uh, not only me as a leader and a, and a husband uh, and a father, but as an organization. You know, I think one of the things I like most about Leader of the Pack is growing with all of these men. You know, the, the, the biggest staple in my life really is this brotherhood. Um, men, men being vulnerable enough to share with them or share with other men their, uh, their challenges. You know, we, we all have struggles that we're going through. You know, whether it's a, um, it's a botched marriage or, or um, emotional things, um, or, or dependency things. We all have things we're going through. And I think one of the biggest things that I have to say thank you to is, is the fact that you've created an organization like this where it's okay for men to be vulnerable and it's a safe place. So changing gears a little bit, you know, lasting leadership. I am, I'm really looking forward to see what comes of this because I've seen what's come. And I, I say, oh, I preface all that with, I've seen what's happened in the last two years in this brotherhood. I cannot wait to see where, where this spearhead of leadership takes us. Really cool, bro. All right, well, Natan, we are out of time. Um, so really quick, you know, I, I know, I know there's people out there chomping at the bits. They want to find out more about this lasting leadership course. Where can we get info? How do we sign up? When does it start? And uh, how can I be the first one in line? <laughs> you will not be the first one in line because we're already half full. 
and there's only 15 spots. We've already got seven signed up. So, well, that's a little bit less than half full. But anyway, um, you can find it if you are part of uh, the Leader of the Pack group, uh, the Brotherhood group. It's on there. People are talking about it. Um, if you are on the Leader of the Pack page, the open page, there's information on it there as well. Uh, all you need to do is, um, is comment yes in that comment on the discussion of uh, lasting leadership and you'll be getting some information coming to you. Um, I just, I, I want to be very, very clear. This course is not for someone who's going to turn up to uh, half or even three quarters of it. This is for people who are, and that's not a judgment on character. Some people, you know, just aren't able to be, to, to be there. Um, but this is for people who are going to be there for all over six hours of lectures and discussions, at least half an hour of homework between each one of those uh, sessions. This is a real commitment, guys and girls. Um, and I say that because uh, this is an amazing Father's Day present. If you are listening and you can think of your husband or your brother or your father who would benefit from something like this, Instead of buying him, uh, you know, a beer mug or something, invest in this. Invest in him as a leader. Um, so yeah, you can get it there. You can also, um, where else can they get it? You can email support at leaderofthepack.co.il, and we will get you information there as well. Um, so yeah, there's quite a few places that you can access it, uh, but it's filling up real fast. That's super awesome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for the day. I hope you learned something new today. I know I always do. Be sure to follow us on Facebook where you can carry on this conversation. Um, search for us at Leader of the Pack. Want to hear more? Be sure to hit that subscribe button and you can follow us on social media. There's links below in the description and there'll be more information about this course. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, leadership starts with you. So don't forget to stand up, lead, and protect. God bless.